Hey everybody, welcome to the Marathon Church Podcast. So glad that you have joined us. My name is Craig Henson. I'm your host today. And I'm happy to be joined today by Lead Pastor Eddie Cox. What's happening? Worship Pastor Spencer Zook. Yo, what's up, guys? And Executive Pastor Brian Cox. How's everybody doing today? Doing uh, good. Doing good. good, man. We are uh, just enjoying a little golf talk mm. as we got ready <laughs> for the so podcast. Good. I'm ready for golf season to begin. It's been a little cold. Yeah. Except today, it's like 70. Is it? Outside. It's just, a, it's barely. But we can't okay. get out there. We have to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're in here. <laughs> we got to do a podcast. Yes. Yeah, golf. Yeah. You know, oppressive leadership here at Marathon Church. We have to work all the time. We never get to play golf. That's yes, that's a shame. You're not supposed to have fun, are you? Or yeah, I think we are somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we said that golf was in the Bible. Yes, it is. What, we said what it was chapter? In, I don't know if I should say this on the podcast. <laughs> we'll have to take <laughs> it out too now. Go ahead. You know, in First Edekiah five eight. <laughs> yes, amen. It says, "In the greens and in the pastures, thou shalt play. <laughs> thou shalt." And uh, that's a wow. Idea. Yeah, I'm gonna get a bad email from that. But can, uh, where can I find the Cox Brothers revived <laughs> version of the Bible? It's, it's, I'm scared <laughs> to say anything right now. <laughs> it's it's all in green. The CBR, everything. Yeah, all, it's all, all the real green. stuff's in green. You know. Well, you, you know, think, you know, Jesus would have played golf. I think so. I think he would have. He had yeah, the patience he cool for dude. it. Yeah, you think patience. he would have been really good? Well, I, he did everything. Or, or he just tried good. to be okay just to not make us look bad. I mean, there's a corny oh. preacher joke in there, you know, about him somewhere. and Abraham and somebody else playing golf, you know. <laughs> it's got it's something. Oh, it would man. be funny to see how Jesus would react. Would he throw his clubs or would he, <laughs> you know. Slow to anger. He would, he would make new golf greens. He would yeah. Whatever he needed, he would make it happen. Mm. He could stop the wind at the ball <laughs> toward, toward the green. It'd be a beautiful course. Let's, it would. It would. No, that's for sure. This okay. is actually a perfect segue to our conversation <laughs> about words, because Eddie talked about positive words on yes. Sunday, and a lot of people say that golf is a four-letter word. <laughs> well, uh, four <laughs> or more. Yeah, yeah words. Uh, there's a lot of words being spoken on the golf course, believe it or not. Yes. Yeah. Not all good. I've heard them all. If yes. you're not a cusser, take up golf. It'll change. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. They said the devil invented the game to start with, so I yeah. don't know. I mean, for me, not only am I an introvert, but a lot of times I don't have anything nice to say, so people sometimes think I don't speak. So that's, But that's what the that. Bible tells you. Not That's exactly what it says to do. If you but, can't say anything yeah. good, don't speak. But people yeah. listen when you do speak. Hopefully, yeah. We do like when you speak, Craig. Yes, we do. You know, I think for some people that never stop speaking, no people don't listen to them because it's just constant. Yes, mm-hmm. you just kind of like white noise. You, you lose, wait, don't you lose <laughs> power. Lose power. Yeah. What was that? Uh, you speak. Remember that EF Hutton commercial? Yeah. Yeah, when E.F. Hutton talks, people what? listen. listen yeah, you when don't remember. You're too young. E.F. Hutton? E.F. Hutton is no way idea. back. You have I have no know. idea what that is. I know. You don't? No. Wow. Wow, that's good. We found Look is at that. Is that what happens when you do a podcast with some Hutton boomers? Spe- <laughs> yeah, this is a... Whoa, now, man. <laughs> we the boom booms. I'm sorry. <laughs> Watch out. What is it? I don't... Isn't it an insurance company? I think it was a financial firm. Financial okay. firm, yeah. When they speak, people listen. They used to have these commercials and everybody get quiet when they... It'd come on, so yeah, the guy mm-hmm. would talk. 
Yeah, like right? the guys would the guys would be like in a bar or something, and somebody would say E.F. Hutton, and everybody just stop talking, <laughs> and, and everybody would like lean in, like to hear what he was going to say. Yeah, uh, that's the way it is. What was I don't know who that what that thing was. The guy spoke once a year. What was that movie? He spoke once a year. I don't know. Oh, I don't know this movie. And, and then they and then he spoke and people were talking and they didn't hear what he said. <laughs> <laughs> so you missed it. So he missed the whole thing. I went the whole year. year. <laughs> yeah, supposed to be wisdom, but I don't know. I don't know that movie. Oh, I well. don't either. That's another boom boom. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely is. Eddie, you said so many great things on Sunday. I, you really did. I, I mean, it was so. great. It was. It was awesome. But one of the things you said is our words are the single most powerful life-giving force on the earth. It is That's true. a big statement. Well, you know, that's uh, – I think it's people – how do you use God's word? How do you have, bring power to the earth or help people? And the Bible gave us, gave us actually three things, the Holy Spirit, of course, mm-hmm. uh, the power in the word, and the power in the words. So those are the things that we are supposed to use to move the kingdom and encourage people and have power in people's lives by the words that we use. And it's so, it's so sad that we use the opposite. We actually can either give life or take it, and we usually take it. It's, it's sad. It really is. Mm-hmm. But we're supposed to be giving life as Christians. That's our words. That's what's supposed to be used. So you can pray for people. That's wonderful. But words will immediately do something to them. Yeah, I, I love that. I mean, I really thought about that, and I've heard that, but the way you explained it, Sunday, it made me really think about when God spoke, things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing with us. When we speak, we have the power to do things to encourage, like you said, or to hurt. And you look at what's happening today, man, words are tearing people it is, apart. It is, yeah. You know, so, I mean, it really made me think about what I say. You know, mainly to others. And Eddie, you made and to myself. You made yeah. the point that a lot of the the discontent and strife that's going on in our culture is all about words. It is. I mean, it's hard to find anything. Why social media is so bad that you feel worse after listening to it? I mean, it's because of the words. I mean, nobody's coming to your house. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. You know, you're not afraid for your life, most likely. But right. the words have it physically. Once you take it in. It physically moves into your life, and it and it affects you physically, and that's why you feel sick after somebody tells you off, or somebody said something negative about it. you. Feel awful. It's it's just not where the words have power, and I think that's what we have to think about before we speak them and say them. One of the things that I hope happened, I know it happened with Amy and Mia, is I hope it started conversations for people. And Amy and I talked a little bit about how we spoke to our kids when we were raising them. Uh, things that we've said, things we wish we hadn't said, uh, some of the good things that we did say. And hopefully um, the words went beyond Sunday and people began to you know, have com- conversations about how they speak to one another. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that, you know, I mean, it really will change. They, we've already done studies on it. It will change how you, your marriage, it changes everything by the way you speak. The, most kids have no, hear nothing but negative words. Don't stop, quit. Don't do that. Don't touch this. Don't go there. They never hear anything good. And so, but the one thing that they did find out, being negative, we immediately take it in. We, we, there's no, there's no waiting period. We take that in. But when you hear a positive thing about you or positive something, it takes 15 seconds to process it because we're not used to it. Yeah, that was fascinating to me. Yeah, that is, that's crazy science right there. Like, I know I didn't, you know, why, why is that? 
I don't know. I think I think it's our nature for me. I don't know how I mean, I'm not a scientist, but I think our nature is that we're born that way. So it's easier to be negative and easier, easier for those things to happen. than we have to be I think it takes energy to be positive and say good things. It was funny Sunday when we <laughs> told everybody to say something good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it caught everybody off guard because then because they haven't been saying anything good. They didn't know what, mm-hmm. you know, so what do you do? How do you say it? You know? Yeah, I think it really goes back to what you said in your message a week ago. There, you know, we're predisposed to the dark side, and that just feeds it. It does, and, and social media does. All, all the things we're facing, I mean, it's just a natural process to be the way we are, you know. Well, it comes back to that, what you feed. We talked about that the first week. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what you taught, what, yeah. What you yeah. feed grows, what you starve dies, and I think now we we it's easier to feed the negative it's easier to eat the bad food <laughs> it is and you know because i had ice cream last night was it good oh it was so good i have moose tracks yeah. with hershey syrup oh over. did y'all make brownies too <laughs> well i already had that yeah yeah you put all that together see how distracted we are when it comes to that i'm sorry you, you know i've been I mean, positive though <laughs> spencer and i are trying to take care of our bodies eat a little bit better right. and you guys come in here talking yeah. about ice cream that's so I mean, negative mm. come on <laughs> It was a positive experience Being all for me. positive about felt, ice cream. Yeah. I mean, how do you think that makes me and Craig feel? I don't know. know. I'm, I'm sorry. It is crazy that we we <laughs> eat things, we smoke things, we drink things, we take things that are bad for us, and we know better. But we can't do it. It's like we have no control over that. It's really strange how that works. Yeah, you, son, you said, Sonny, we know it's going to kill us. But yeah, <laughs> we still do it. Yeah. That's, and I, I, we are strange creatures. I mean... Uh, he said we were sheep, and we are. That's just the way it is. So we know the exercise is great for you, right? Yeah. Why don't that come easy? Did anybody exercise question. today so far? No. I've I, walked around okay. the church some. I'm, I'm sorry that I made I did, you feel bad, didn't I? <laughs> I didn't walk this morning because <laughs> I mean, it was a thunderstorm. But yeah. Brian, did yeah. you did you walk today, Brian? I thought about it. I think, oh, and no. So you had a positive thought about I it. I did think about it. Okay. I said it'd be really yeah. good for me to do that. Oh. But I, have, I still have the rest of the, of the day. Exactly. You know. Well, I see other people walking. Does that count? I don't know. That's like you <laughs> so, said earlier. Though, I share in their positive. Uh, it takes energy to get up and, and to work yeah, out or whatever. It takes energy to be positive and to constantly, you know, practice that in well, your I, life. I think you have to be conscious of what you're saying. I've, I've been thinking about that with my kids. I've always thought about this as they grow up. And when they're smaller, I, I think I, I might have missed some opportunity there. But I honestly think about Lily a lot because she tells me about her friends that go through so many things. And they don't have parents sometimes that tell them they're beautiful, tell them they're awesome, or they're going to be, you're smart. And I look at Lily and I realize how much that means to her, that I'm paying attention, that I'm listening and looking her in the eye. And telling her great things, I, I think that makes that makes for her to have a a better positive life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the part we play with our words. I think you know with a uh, with a girl too. I mean, my my daughter's yeah. not there yet; she's one and a half. But um, I see it being a lot more important for her than I would, you know, raising a boy like that. Yeah. That positive um, encouragement, telling them they're beautiful yeah. and all that stuff. You know. Maybe you could speak to that, Craig, as raising no, boys. No, I, th- I think it's it, it's important for boys too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it looks and feels different, um, but I th- 
again, Amy and I kind of went back and thought about some of the things that we said to our kids. And, and most of the time, we didn't mean anything by it. But looking back, we're like, wow, mm, that we should have said that. Um, and so I, I think that's important. And I, I, to Brian's point, I think one of the things, it's good to not say negative things, but sometimes the silence can even be negative. And to all the y'all's point, you have to be purposeful to be positive with your words. You you have to want you have to want to say the positive thing, and sometimes being quiet is not the best thing either. Sometimes <laughs> just go ahead and say, yeah, you know, and encourage and and, and lift up. You, you remind me, <laughs> Casty played golf in high school, okay, and and I could go, but I I had to be careful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm never there because we're following her, and the first year or two, I mean, we just had fights. I mean, it was like crazy. And <laughs> see you, brother. <laughs> Eddie has exited the room, you guys. He started laughing. He couldn't handle it. Okay. It's oh, all right. You come back. Okay, I'm back now. I'll wait on you. This okay. is this is live, folks. So. Okay. Yeah, this is the raw, just unedited version. That's right. I'm going to make sure. <laughs> I say, back to my story. Okay. Cassie's playing golf at high school. And so, like I said, the first year. I'm trying to really help her and coach her because I'm thinking, oh, this girl's going to be college golfer, you know. And she had no desire to do any of that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like a parent, I pushed her a lot. And I'm actually proud of her because she she had went through a lot of adversity, but I think it was good for her. But what I found out, you know, about words and about looks, when she'd hit the ball in the woods, she would look over at me every time. Anytime she'd done mm-hmm. something bad, she would look at me. And so Brenda said, you got to quit looking at like that. Because my face would have that, what did you just do? What's mm-hmm. wrong with you look? Yeah. And so I'd be like, just smiling the whole time. <laughs> you got it, girl. <laughs> yeah, that's important. And that's all she needed. Yeah. yeah. Even though she knew I was, you know, faking it, all she needed was to see me there smiling and being positive, you know. You so I didn't her. say a word. It's just you made me think about the way I just the, just being there for her to see. You yeah. Know? You should have said something like this. What? Don't worry about that, Cassidy. I do that all the time. <laughs> 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 I can feel your pain. I can feel your pain. Yeah. I love it. You get it from me, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> so, Eddie, you you dropped this nugget on a Sunday, and, and I, I'd be willing to bet that virtually – everybody present had never really thought about things this way you said words work faster than prayer yeah and you, you weren't demeaning prayer in any way tell us what you meant by that well i think you know it's like if you tell me well you know i'm gonna pray for you okay well that's great but you know that's wonderful i feel i feel okay but my words are instant it's within 15 seconds that it's going to happen because you're going to take it in or within 15 seconds of your, with your words. So I can only not only pray for you, but I can always, I can always uh, give my words to you and it be powerful in your life. You are going to make. I did this Sunday morning with a guy. He was having a hard time. I said, "Look at me." I said, "You're going to you're going to make this. This is not going to be this way forever. It will change, and you will make it." And that was an instant thing for him. You see the light bulb go off. Okay. Yeah. Like that. So that's what I'm saying. I could have told him that I'm going to pray for him, but it wouldn't have had the same effect at that moment. And words have a, an instant effect on you when you say them. You made me think about a guy I met at the restaurant the other day. Uh, I won't say his name, but 
I hadn't seen him in years, and he said, pray for me. I'm, I'm just struggling. And I said, man, I'll be praying for you. And I, I just thought about that moment, what I should have done, is said, you know what, you're going to be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just, that's right. He is with you. You're yeah. going to be okay. And I, you know, that's a very powerful, more powerful thing to say. I think it's, it's an instant, you know, it's an instant yeah. thing for the person who's struggling or needs, you know, going mm-hmm. through something. Yeah. It really is an instant. I mean, that's what our words are made for. That is amazing, isn't it? It is. I think it, it can be powerful. Uh, I think we use it as a as a cop out sometimes. Like it's easier to say "I'll pray for you" than it is to take two minutes and sit there with somebody and mm-hmm. speak that over them. And honestly, it's a little bit more uncomfortable to do that too. But it's easy to just say, "Hey, I'm gonna pray for you," you know. And then honestly, how many times do we actually pray for them? I think you just said something. I know you just said something really interesting that you speak. Uh, do you say speak into them? Yeah, speak that's, into them, speak over them. Yeah, well, the, that's what words are. Is mm-hmm. is you can pray over, but the words speak in, mm-hmm. and that's the because mm-hmm. that's what I think the we miss the power of the words that it does affect us in so many physical emotional ways, and I think speaking into somebody is what they need at that moment. It, it gives. It, it's amazing how that actually gets to the heart and the motion when you speak to people. Isn't it good? Yeah. I mean, it's a little weird, isn't it? I don't know how it all works. God set it up this way, but it does feel different. Uh, something happens to us physically when we hear the good things. How, you know, you're going to be okay. You're going to make it. God's with you. It just does something to us physically. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's interesting, Eddie. You talked about how we receive a negative word immediately. It takes us a while to to process the positive. But then you said, too, that the negative uh, sticks to you. Yeah. But you, but it's hard to remember the positive. It is. Um, it always It's weird. You always seem to remember the things that you don't like about yourself or somebody said. It's really weird. I don't, you know, you can get on, even on a Facebook post, you can get all these wonderful things, but in the end somebody says, I don't like you. I mean, that's what you remember. I don't I have no, I, I, I think it's just who we are. We're just made that way. Just sticks. Yeah, I, I think I did a message a couple weeks ago. I don't know. It's been about two months ago, and I look. I should never do this. <laughs> I go on YouTube to see if I have any comments or anything, mm-hmm. and then I see two dislikes, and I'm like, <laughs> um, "What did I do?" You know, and it makes me. And it, but it affected me even the that little bit. And you don't even know who it is. No, and I, I just it just. But it, it it you got to be careful with that. I think you got to be careful what you let in. Yeah, too. That's a whole other, I guess, subject. I, I hate to say this because this is really negative. But wh- whenever I <laughs> when, whenever I see like a dislike on a sermon on YouTube or something, yeah, I always think it's some guy <laughs> sitting, you know, in his mom's basement. He's working on his third seminary degree. And he's never done anything in ministry. He's never preached a real sermon. That's exactly who I think it is. Yeah. And I hate that I think that, but that's what I think. Well, um, uh, somehow that's got to be positive somewhere. Uh, I, guess I told I, you it was negative. <laughs> I think he's trying to make me feel better. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'll tell you. No, I think they're trolls. I think yeah, that's, they are. Yeah. They are. You yeah, gotta I be, think. You got to understand that. Atheists, maybe. I don't that's know. That's why I think it means so much. For those around you, that you, who you have around you, speaks into you, yeah, and we, encourages yeah, you, yeah. you know. Because I know we're not perfect; we're not the best communicators in the world. You know, we're all doing what we can to help people, 
and but it it does help when someone says hey that's a good job i got i got what you said yeah you know, for sure kind of thing. you know i think we i've quit hanging around people who are who don't bring life to me yeah. i mean i think we learned i mean it took a long time yeah a long time but i quit you know if you don't speak good words and you're negative i just probably won't hang out with you anymore yeah Good, bad, or ugly—that's just the way it is. I do think we pray for them. I know that's right. <laughs> we speak words to them, right, Brian? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, yeah, if you would look at it, here's what I was thinking about it. If you would look at this, I've been watching YouTube videos of animals like lions, and you know, it's really strange how we are a little different than the animals. And he said this. He talked about this, but a, a lion is going to do what a lion does. It's not his nature isn't going to change. Right. Okay. So, and we're going to do what we do. Our nature won't change unless Jesus Christ comes in. We we have the power to change the nature of how yeah. we respond and act. And so, otherwise, we're just animals. You see, they just do mm-hmm. what they do. And so, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I see this. You know, our, our who we are versus what we can be. And it takes a lot more energy. I mean, I can imagine a lion looking at that, you know, that gazelle thinking, I'm just not going to eat that today. <laughs> yeah. You know, some I'm just going to you know what? I'm going to be let positive today, and I'm going to let that one live. I'm not going to eat that one. I mean, yeah. you don't, it's not going to happen. Right. They don't have, the, they yeah. don't have what we have and, and be able to do. But we can, right. be, we can just do our nature, too. We yeah. can just be who we are, and we can just be rough <laughs> in every way. And you pointed out that that is our nature, and when it all started in the Garden of Eden, that it started with words. I thought that was really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Why make them do this?" You ever thought that? And, yeah. Uh, uh, nothing. No army came in, and no demons rose from hell. It was just words. Yeah. And, she, and what happened to her? That she believed them. She took it in, and then it became a part of her, and she shared it, and she spoke it into Adam, and then they both went with it, and that's how it happened. And here we are. It's that simple, wasn't it? It was that simple. Hmm. Yeah, the the point you made that he didn't, the, the devil didn't come with an army. He didn't come with all these demons, angels, whatever. It, it was just words. It was just words. He, you know, go ahead, Brian. No, what was that scripture you said? Um, is it in here? The Job. You, um, oh, I love the Job scripture. Oh, I, yeah. If it were me. I, yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great phrase. I don't man. know if you're gonna read that or not. No, go ahead. Uh, when you did this Sunday, I just I loved it. What miserable comforters you are! <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, yeah. as I can feel his pain. Won't you ever stop blowing hot air? Won't you just shut up? Yeah. I mean, I just love it. What makes you keep on talking? <laughs> I could say the same thing if you were in my place. I mean. I, d- I just I could relate to that. Then he said I could spout off criticism and shake my head at you, but if if it were me, I would encourage you. Yeah, I would try to make away take away your grief. And I thought that was. I think you see this frustration, but you see he sees the. So what, you know, positive. are you going to be a good friend by telling me the way it is? That's not really what you need to. That's yeah, not. That's what, what you, you, need you said to. Sunday. Mm-hmm. The way it is. That's yeah. what I was yeah, telling. Yeah, because we know what we already know. The way it is, it's miserable, and you're going to come and say it's my fault. Uh, you're you're speaking all the words that are killing me. Give me some life here, and that's what he was saying. If it were me, I would give you life instead of what you're doing to me, trying to kill me. So you know what would you say to? I, I 
when you said that, I could tell people were like, well, that's my gift to exhort you. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and when you hear that phrase, what, in love? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you say? Yeah, until you to shreds in, lo- in yeah. love. I meant yeah. it in love. Um, yeah. Um, and I get sometimes the hard truth needs to happen, I think. Yeah. But I think it's how you say it, maybe. I th- yeah, I think, you know, if I come to you as a friend and I say, I'm thinking about doing this, what do you think? Then that's where I need to hear the real deal. Okay. But if I'm in misery. Yeah. And I'm in this horrible place, I don't need, I need, I need words, you know, encouragement. I think there's a little difference in those two. Yeah. Where he I was see. and where a friend's coming from, I'm about to make a mistake in my life. I hadn't made it yet. What do you think? Yeah. You know, basically telling me it was his fault, didn't he? He did. He said, yeah. yeah. It's your fault. You're the and, he's, yeah, and he's talking about, too, it's it's easy to judge somebody else's situation without being in their shoes and saying, oh, you should do this. You should do this. But you don't really know what it's like to walk in their shoes. You just need to try and pick them up and, you know, sow those words into their life. And you Which know. is our next series. Oh, Spoiler in, in your shoes wow. coming. Oh man, nice. It's coming. Nice. I didn't there even know weeks. that. You guys, there you go. Holy there Spirit, go. God working in Holy Spirit. Thank you, thank you, God Spencer. is using you, Spencer. See, how I did that. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was a good one. Why can't you try that on the golf course? You know, you're always God. tearing me down. It's oh, uh, that's the way. That's the oh, truth that's and love right there. I just want to win. Oh, am I supposed to be nice on the course? I'll try to be better. <laughs> it, I've heard it's a gentleman's game. It is. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't feel that, do you? Spencer? No, I don't. don't feel that. Not at all. <laughs> hey, that's definitely a good for the for the post-it note or stuck to the fridge. But if it were me, I would encourage you. That's probably something I need a reminder of every day. You know that I should be a better encourager. Yeah, I think that's so. That. that phrase it hit me when I read that. I went, "That's what we're gonna do." If it were me, okay. So if it is you and it is you, what do you do? So I think that's the. And we'll have to be reminded because this message will probably be, you know, they'll forget what they were by Wednesday, and we'll have to start talking. I mean, you have to be reminded to be positive. It's not natural. I think know? a lot of us would say they need to say that, not me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They need to change. But what you're saying is if it were me, we have the power to change it, to make it different. Yes. Even, you know, I think you talked about people like dealing with, financial or boss a bad boss or something at work or people they don't want to work with anymore you yeah, know yeah. well i think you said something about that about how be kind to them and watch it change or, it, or your words could change them they already did studies that did it yeah they already know they put people in these places and changed everything by their words yeah, yeah. i tell you what's funny sunday what you just said i had a husband come to me he said my wife really needed to hear that <laughs> He said that I'm like I just so I said I just got that's great. Are you that's classic? He said my wife. I wish she was here. Today. I wish she really needed to hear that. I'm like okay, that's really good. So you, one of the things I thought of too, and you you guys play ball. Maybe this will resonate with you. When you're coaching, it's so easy to say what a player did wrong. Like don't do don't do that. Don't do that. But okay, tell me what to do then. Don't even tell me what I did wrong. Just tell me what to do. And I think that would make a difference if we would just take that approach and and forget about what they did or didn't do, but do this instead. Be, you know, I think that's much more positive. But it's hard when you're coaching. Oh, yeah. 
Well, the negative negative mm-hmm. words doesn't change behavior. Y'all know that, right? Yeah. It doesn't. It just actually shuts down a child. You yell at them, create negative words, they just shut down. That's just what it is. You got to be able to tell them to get them to do what you want them to do using other words. Because it's a make it yeah. a wonderful experience for them not to do something they're not supposed to do, which is a hard thing because it takes energy again. It's easy to say, quit, stop, you know. This might be a little off topic. I don't know, but um, we can do whatever, right? Yes, yes we um, can. Who was your favorite coach? Well, you got me thinking about that. You know, my, coaches and, are ones that have to balance, you know, what they say. You know, I know who mine yeah. is. I'm going to say it's the same one. Well, Coach Airball McCall. Yeah. yeah. Airball McCall. Airball McCall. He could not shoot a basketball, but he could coach. He could. And he was, to me, I hadn't seen him in a couple of years, but he always encouraged me. Yet he gave me that encouragement with a very firm get it together kind mm-hmm. of, you know. And I got, I, I loved him. And then I went to play at another school and I found out what I left. Yeah. You yeah. know. But I think that's a, a part of the, for me, that's helped me be who I am, was sure. people speaking life into me in a way that builds me, you know, not destroys me. You know, that's kind of what he had. Saying. He had the right words. I mean, he would, he would always say something to you where you, whatever you did wrong, he said, no, it isn't about, you know, this. It's about where do you want to be? See, yeah. this is where this is where we're going. Do you want to go with me? And uh, it's going to take this, this, and this. But you can do it, and we did, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. But he had a way of, of doing it with using his words. It was pretty good. Did you hear what Tom Brady said the other night? It's a sports show now. Boys. Back to sports. Hey. Tom, right. the goat. Now you're talking. Yeah, you know you have to give him the goat. Spencer, Spencer loves wins. him. If he wins, he's definitely the goat. Okay, if he wins, he one more. Start, wait, one. he has to win yeah, one more. He does. Okay. Wait, okay, seven will do it. You uh, can't get there and and lose this game this year. Really? Yeah, Brian, tell, give us the stat. Give Go us ahead. the Steph Curry stat. Uh, no, and you t- tell you tell it. I can't remember that. So uh, Kelly said that. I know what you're talking about. No, no, Casey said that. Yeah. So Tom Brady is more likely to yes. play in a Super Bowl than Steph Curry is to make a three-point shot. He's 47% wow. more likely, and Steph Curry's 43%. 43% from yeah. the three-point line. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. That's, a little, that's just insane. a little perspective. That's, you know? that's crazy. But I, I, I thought I heard when they asked him about it, he said, well, it's not about me. It's about those guys. Yeah. I've been here. This is for them. That's what he said. And I thought that's a great leader quote. Mm-hmm. It's not about me. It's yeah. about them, and I'm, I'm going to help them achieve their dream and that's what leaders do and that's part of speaking life again it, 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 it i mean it's a sports thing but well we are all you know, sports it, right here we, we are we could do a sports you know we network. we might take that lightly but those guys in that locker room like that resonated with them i yeah. guarantee it they'll, they'll go to war with this guy yeah and that's that's just real so who do you think's gonna win the bucks i think kansas city's gonna win I I think the defense is going to shut down Mahomes. Is that right? Did I say that out loud? You, you did. That, yeah, you did. I'm going with the Bucks. Okay. I grew up a Bucks fan behind the Cowboys. Oh, okay. So, I so gotta, you are pulling for the goat. So you I are am, a true Christ I, follower. I've never. It's it's a <laughs> it's a weird position to be in because I've always disliked Tom Brady very very much, and then he comes to Tampa, and I'm like ah. That hurt, and here it? we are going yeah. to the Super Bowl. So we'll see. I mean, I 
I don't really have a rooting interest in this game. You know, I I kind of like both these teams, so it should it should be I think, good. I think it'll be a great game. Kansas yeah. City looked like they fun. were unbeatable. They were unbeatable the other night. That's what they looked like. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be fun to watch. I was very impressed with Tampa Bay's defense, though. They showed up, dude. Mm-hmm. Defensive line was was playing. Yeah, that interception sure. was kind of amazing, wasn't it? That yeah. one hand call. He yeah. caught it in front mm-hmm. of the guy. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Okay. Well, I'm positive. We're Staying going back. positive. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm coming I'm back a little bit. Glad you said that. So in my message on Sunday, I'm actually going to uh, tell a story about one of my coaches. Oh, so, okay. Uh, it's kind of an interesting story. But, um, you know, I had a great coach in ninth grade basketball. And it was funny because, you know, all of us guys, we played on the eighth grade team and everything. And so we get to high school, we think we know everything, right? And there's there's a coach there. He's he we had an A and B team. My high school was pretty big. So we had a freshman A and B team. And the B team coach, and I believe his last name was Murtaugh, this guy was a teacher. He was about five eight, I mean skinny as a rail. And he, he at the time we thought he was ancient. He was probably like, I don't know, mid fifties, maybe sixty. He wasn't he wasn't ancient, but he right? That's and not that's ancient. not oh yeah. that's very young. That's very <laughs> age. But I remember the guy saying, What does this old man know? And but this guy could teach basketball. And and I learned I learned more in that ninth grade season about basketball than I knew before and anything I learned since. And so it, it it really does come down to teaching and words and all those things. Yeah. Makes a huge difference in people when you point them and lead them. And in their heart, they believe they can accomplish things. That's, That's what words do. Yeah. And the opposite is true, too. Some people live yeah. living uh, their life based on what was negative, sent to, or spoke to them when they were a kid. That's not true. Mm-hmm. And they hadn't That's got true. over it. So the words, words are, are very powerful, very powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, and with the Holy Spirit, we hadn't talked about that much, with mm-hmm. that guidance really yeah. brings the power yes. even more so as a Christian. I mean, for me, you know, and I mm-hmm. think it gives us discernment to know what to say and what not to say, I <laughs> yeah. think, a lot of times. I would think if you looked at it this way, the Holy Spirit powers for you and the words are power for them. If you, yeah. could, if you could get that thought, that's yeah. how it works. And, and the Scripture is holding everything together. The Word of God yeah. holds it all together. It's kind of yeah. cool, ain't it, how it, it is. together. It is great. It's a, like I was thinking about you know, how, how quick we are to remember the negative things, how those mm-hmm. stick with you, and the positive, you know, like... I can think of people and times in my life that were encouraging, you know, people encouraged me and lifted me up and whatever. And then um, I can remember those times, but it's hard to remember specific things that they said. You just remember like, oh, Brian encouraged me this part of my life. But then I can look back and I can see negative things that are just, I can remember everything the person Mm -hmm. said in that moment, you know, it was 10 years ago, whenever. And I never want to be on that end of somebody's memory. You know what I'm saying? I like, yes. yeah. I don't want to be that memory that yeah. Brian yeah. thinks of. When I, I, <laughs> I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I find myself telling war stories yeah. more than joy yeah. stories. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's, Ooh. oh, look what he did there. War stories, joy stories. That sounds like good. a new podcast. I, I like that. Yeah. Just, Very Holy nice Spirit. Brian. But, you know, we, that's why I always say when we get in our staff that we, we talk about what God's doing. Mm-hmm. And we look at the, yeah, we can always see the 
mic not working or the, you played the wrong chord the other day. I don't know. Yeah, but definitely did. But look at what God's doing, yeah. the good things, and he's doing yeah, in our lives sure. and how blessed we are. So I've, I've kind of learned that the more I do that, the more joy. You know, and, and, and again, we talked about how joy should not be about your circumstances. It's not a it's not a, a state of affairs. It's a state of mind. Mm-hmm. You know what we feel in our heart, yeah. what we know God's doing. You know, it's hard to do. You know, the older I get, I think I'm getting easier at it. I don't know. I don't know either. You know, I'm working on. It. Yeah. Well, we I'll, I'll see this. We have an extremely positive atmosphere here at Marathon, and it believe it begins with the leadership. It begins with the staff, and. uh the the love that exists on our staff uh, makes a difference in our church, and uh, I th- I think we're extremely positive, and I think we use our words well, so I th- I think we're setting a good example. It has been a lot of fun. Yeah, we know it has. It's fun. Yeah, I in, agree. Any <laughs> other uh, thoughts about Eddie's message this past Sunday about the positive words that we should be using? It was very positive. Thank you, Brian. If, you, if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to the actual message yet, then definitely check it out. It's on this uh, this same podcast page. So you can find it there, YouTube, Facebook, wherever. Thank you, Spencer. Excellent. Thank you, thank you gentlemen, for being here today. And uh, thank you all for joining us wherever you may be. Do us a favor. Subscribe to our podcast. Leave us a rating. Give us five stars if you would. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at info at marathonchurch.org. God bless you guys. I hope you have a great week.